0: Welcome to the Thyroid Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and we're diving deep into the world of hormones, especially for all you fierce women in perimenopause and menopause, and everyone struggling with hypothyroidism. So if you are battling weight gain, you're feeling like shedding those pounds is an impossible feat. If you're dealing with plummeting energy levels, gut-wrenching fatigue, or a libido that seems to have left town, then you're in the right place. And let's not even start on the hair loss. If these symptoms are sounding all too familiar, you have found your tribe. My goal is to educate, empower, and shake up your world. Remember, I want you to embrace every inch of that badass woman that you truly are. So if you're ready to dive in and fix things, let's go. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. There is so much supplement confusion and I know because I hear your questions and I see your questions and I own a supplement company, but I never ever stand on putting anyone on a boatload of supplements. I think when you choose supplements for your specific condition or your set of symptoms that you have, you have to be very selective because what's the point in dumping 50 different supplements into your body? you're not going to achieve a greater improvement or more success taking 50 as opposed to taking 15. When you really narrow down the supplements that you take and personalize them to you, and I'm talking about not purchasing things because you saw it on an infomercial or because you read it in a Facebook group. I mean, really narrowing down and thinking through your condition and your set of symptoms, and then we're also going to talk today about the basic no-duh supplements that everybody should be on. It's going to streamline the process. It's going to make it so much easier for you. And the other thing I want to talk about is when to take your supplements around your thyroid medication, because there's such confusion here, and it doesn't have to be that hard. And I'm also going to give you a little insight into how I take my supplements, because I got a boatload down there. I probably have 50, but I don't take them every day. I take them according to my needs, according to how my body is at that moment in time. So let's break this down. First of all, many of you listening have thyroid and hormone conditions. So what are we going to do? What do we know for the thyroid? What do we know that you need? So let's go over the no duh supplements and then we'll kind of expand into your symptoms and the thyroid and the hormone component and really dive deep into that. So the no duh supplements, we all need iodine. I was just being interviewed on a podcast. I said, if I was asked, what's the one supplement that I can't live without, I can only pick one supplement to take for the rest of my life. What would it be? Iodine. Iodine does so much. We know that it helps support thyroid function. It binds to the halides that are toxic to the thyroid. So your bromide, Your fluoride, your chlorine, the chloride, the ides and the enes of those halogens, very, very toxic to the thyroid. So all the fluoride treatments you've gotten over the years when you were a kid, when you step in your shower, you're being exposed to chlorine. If you swim in a pool, you're being exposed to chlorine. If you soak in a hot tub or God forbid, drink Mountain Dew, you're being exposed to bromide. So we need to excrete those out of the body. Iodine will bind to them and help detoxify them from the body, thus protecting the thyroid. Iodine is a great detoxifier. It's fantastic at boosting the immune system. I take it every day. I give my dog a drop of iodine in his food every day because it's so good for so many things in the body. Back in World War II, soldiers carried iodine for wounds, infections, a cold, a sniffle, whatever. Here, take some iodine. And it really is that, I guess it's an old school remedy, but sometimes old old school remedies work. It's an old school remedy, but it has long reaching tentacles into today and into every area of life. So... Fibrocystic breasts, hair loss, fatigue, we already said thyroid, lowering reverse T3, boosting the immune system. Yes, it is good for autoimmune as well, because when we're talking about the immune system, we want to make sure that we're, when we're talking about autoimmune, we want to make sure that we are supporting the overall immune system and really helping those soldiers understand that they don't have to go out and attack your thyroid gland every day that it's okay, this environment is good, thyroid gland is good, let's not beat it up every day. Supporting the immune system with iodine is key. So I recommend adding an iodine to your daily regimen. Some people can get a little bit jittery from it. You feel a little bit amped up, just adjust your dose, adjust it back down. Maybe one person can take 25 drops like myself, And maybe another person can take one or two drops and that is it. They go over that, they're not sleeping, they're too anxious, they're too jittery. Very rare that we see that with iodine, but it can happen. Most of the time I hear reports of people feeling better and energy's back and just from adding iodine, we didn't even change their thyroid medication yet. They just added iodine and holy cow, they're feeling better. The other no duh supplement would be vitamin D. We all need it. We all need it. Optimal levels are between 80 and 100. I don't care what vitamin D group is out there on Facebook telling you that you don't need it. The sun makes our body create it. So it was given to us by our creator. It's built into our bodies to produce vitamin D. But here's the problem in this day and age, we're not working in the fields. We're not being exposed to the sun. And if you live north of basically the equator, I mean, you could, yes, you could live in Florida or Texas and be outside and soak up the sun and convert to vitamin D, but there's also little genetic snips that make people non-converters of vitamin D from the sunlight. And then you have to expose your bodies. So you have to be without sunscreen on, a large part of your body exposed. Okay. Then you're talking about skin cancer and wrinkles. Why not just take a vitamin D? Vitamin D has to be paired up with K for absorption. And you have to take it with a fatty meal, but it boosts your immune system and helps all cell functions, help hormone balance, energy, the whole deal. When I'm getting a cold, I will pop 50,000 IUs of vitamin D. I'll do that a couple of days in a row. Bam, I am better. So great, fantastic supplement. Really the only other no duh supplement that I would say that I would put in, well, there's two. I would put in amino acids and I would put in minerals. So those two components, magnesium being in the mineral category, I would absolutely add in because most of us are mag deficient and mag is so important for thyroid function as well. And then it relaxes us, it calms us, it helps us poop every day, bonus. And then I have a specific episode that we can link to in the show notes all about magnesium. I break down each different kind of mag that there is because there's multiple mags. That's why I put four of them in my quad mag. There's multiple mags and you need to know what each one does. So we'll link to that so you can go back and listen to it. Magnesium is fantastic. Minerals are fantastic. And then amino acids. Now, when I say amino acids, that can be an amino acid supplement, that it's just amino acids, or it can be the amino acids that are in a bone broth-based, bone collagen, beef broth-based protein shake. You're not going to find amino acids in plant-based shakes. You're not going to find amino acids in soy-based shakes. You're not going to find amino acids in brown rice protein powder. It's going to be in an animal-based shake. Now, when we're talking about animal-based protein shakes, we're talking whey, or we're talking like a beef protein shake. So the beef protein is what's in Protein Fixer. The reason I chose the beef collagen, there's so many different words for it. There's bone broth protein, there's beef protein. It's just an animal-based protein powder from collagen, from the bones of cows. But that's such a a huge, amazing source of amino acids and healing nutrients. You know how bone marrow is really good to eat? Good for our guts, good for our immune systems, good for muscle building. Same thing, why do you drink bone broth? It's good for our guts, it's good for our immune system, it gives the source of protein, amino acids. So however you get your amino acids, you need those every day because you need protein every day. Now, if you wanna put protein into the supplement category, it can be because a protein powder can be a supplement, but you can also eat protein. So I would say this is on the kind of the fringe, like some people just like to eat all of their aminos, And then some people like to take an amino acid supplement. A little while back, I interviewed the owner of Keon, well, the co-owner, co-founder of Keon Aminos, which is my favorite amino acid. And we really kind of got down and dirty into the science of amino acids and what they actually do in the body and how they help the body. And since then, he actually sent me a paper that I'm going to pull up right now. Very, very interesting. And this particular paper on amino acids, this was just released. International Society of Sports Nutrition Position Stand Effects of Essential Amino Acid Supplementation on Exercise and Performance. In a nutshell, I'm not, I'm not going to read you the whole study, but in a nutshell, they're actually saying a couple different things. Number one, is that the initial studies on essential amino acids effect on skeletal muscle highlight their primary role in stimulating muscle protein synthesis and turnover. So you need that muscle protein synthesis to make muscle. And we know that muscle is metabolically active and very, very important for protecting our skeleton, very important for aging, very important for hormonal balance. We need to keep our muscle, not burn our muscle, and ultimately we want that muscle protein synthesis to continuously occur so we're building lean, sexy body mass. It also helps with replacing or repairing damaged muscle, so any kind of injury, any kind of surgery, amino acids, amino acids. Number two, supplementation with free-form amino acids leads to a quick rise in the amino acid concentration, which in turn stimulates that muscle protein synthesis. There's not an unsafe upper upper limit, meaning you can take as much as you want, as often as you want. We talked about this in the podcast, how they did some studies on astronauts at NASA and they used incredibly high dose amino acids. They also did studies on people that were bedridden for 28 days, didn't freaking move out of the bed, used a bedpan and was taking amino acids and they did not lose muscle tissue. So this is amazing for after any kind of injury or surgery. And then the study also found that with this rise of caloric deficits, and I think that they're kind of talking about the Beverly Hills soccer mom drug of choice for weight loss, the ozempic, the trizapatite, the semaglutine, killing people's appetites. And all you ladies out there aren't eating enough. And you're going to drop your metabolism, by the way. Amino acids are key to protect your muscle as you take the Beverly Hills Soccer Mom drug of choice for weight loss and you don't eat enough. I told you when you do that, you have to treat your protein eating like it's a second job. I want you eating your protein ongoing. So those are my my kind of no-duh supplements. There might be a couple others out there that I would throw in. But then when you start to branch out from there, my goodness, it can be a confusing world, just a confusing world. We're talking about general anti-aging. I mean, this is where berberine comes into play. Berberine can come in and balance your glucose. It can lower your insulin, balance your glucose, help you to lose weight. But it also acts as an anti-ager because... just like metformin is in a biohacker's anti-aging stack, berberine comes into play there as well because you can take berberine ongoing. It's not a drug. It's over the counter. Very, very safe. It has gut healing benefits as well. But what you're doing is not feeding your cancer cells by keeping your glucose and your insulin low. You're not continuously feeding cancer cells that feed on glucose. So very much a key component of anti-aging protocols. And it's one supplement that I will absolutely leave in my repertoire ongoing. When we're talking about thyroid conditions and or just metabolic disease in general, you have a lot of weight to lose. Obviously from a health standpoint, losing weight is very important to maintain a healthy body mass to protect you from the diseases of obesity and excess weight. Cardiovascular disease increases when we carry excess weight. Your chance of cancer increases when you carry excess weight. Type 2 diabetes, fatty liver. I mean, the list goes on and on just from carrying around excess body fat. So when we're looking at that, we have to look at it from a perspective of what can raise our basal metabolic rate. That is absolutely where 35 five or T2 comes in to increase our basal metabolic rate. that I That's more of a specialty supplement, but I would also say it's it's more of a core supplement as well, because so many of us are overweight. So many of us are dragging ass in the energy department. So that's going to be a really key supplement to bring in to increase our metabolism overall. Branching out from there. Even when we're talking about anti-aging in general, I mean, we could go down the The bioregulator peptide rabbit hole. I think that's a specialty. We'll put that over here. We could talk about CoQ10 and vitamin E and vitamin A for your immune system and your thyroid. That gets a little bit specialty. It kind of crosses into the no duh arena, but it also kind of gets a little bit more specialized. We can talk about bringing in nitric oxide. NO, I need to do a whole podcast on nitric oxide. Nitric oxide also helps to increase blood flow, helps with your skin, helps with the cardiovascular system, helps with erectile dysfunction in men, improves repair during and after surgery and any kind of injuries. It helps balance the heart rhythm. So kind of going back to magnesium, minerals, even sodium, potassium, magnesium for minerals, bring those in. That helps with heart palpitations, tachycardia, AFib, Nitric oxide stacks on that and helps protect against cardiovascular disease and helps to maintain a rhythm as well. Again, this is a general overview. I'm not going to go down too many study rabbit holes here today. I would rather specialize in those rabbit holes and go down them deep. Just in general, nitric oxide is a good one for anti-aging. We can kind of move over here into the vitamin C and collagen arena. Now, vitamin C is fantastic for your immune system, for your skin. Stack that with some collagen. Holy cow. Anti-aging out the wazoo, but now collagen comes in. If you're using the right type of collagen, by the way, this is a shameless plug. I'm super pumped up for my collagen 2.0 to come out. If you're listening to this past, oh, I don't know, November, it's probably already out. But if you're listening to it pre-November, You're just waiting in anticipation. I built this formula for collagen 2.0 because my friend sent me a text message and said, can you please create a collagen that will reduce my wrinkles that uses a patented bioavailable peptide of collagen that has been proven to reduce wrinkles and reduce cellulite and stimulate collagen production in the skin and can you put in there something for joints and body composition as well? I'm like, ha, huh, sure, I'll do that. So that's what Collagen 2.0 is coming out. But collagen, important for our gut, important for our joints, important for our skin, important for our body composition. Again, that's kind of teetering into the new da space that maybe everybody should have this in their mix because we're all getting older every day, Sorry. Sorry if that's bad news. You're all getting older every day. So what can we do to support that aging process? Collagen, vitamin C, great for collagen production as well for your skin and obviously great for your immune system. Kind of old school. Remember, your mom would always give you vitamin C when you got sick, but super for the immune system. Zinc is another kind of no-da supplement a little bit. Zinc deficiency has a huge host of really bad things that can occur when you're zinc deficient. So we want to beef up your zinc. Let's make sure you're getting it in. Zinc deficiency, you have that mental brain fog, mental fatigue. It actually starts to affect your skin. You get skin lesions, decreased wound healing, infertility. It starts affecting your testosterone levels because testosterone needs cholesterol and Zinc as building blocks. So, low zinc starts affecting your, your testosterone levels and your hormone balance. That's why I actually have zinc in my hormone fixer because it does help support testosterone naturally. Now, see here with hormone fixer, we're starting to get into the specialty supplements. And this is where you're going to add in maybe you add in a hormone fixer because you're low in testosterone and you're not on supplemental testosterone. Or maybe you add in SHBG Fixer, which is Boron and Tonkat Yeah, we're going back to that name, formerly known as Bedroom Fixer, because you asked, we're answering, we hear you. It's becoming SHBG Fixer again. Maybe you add that in to lower your sex hormone binding globulin. And this is where things start to get specialized. So you have your core, your no supplements, you have your anti aging supplements, you have your fat loss supplements. You got your now we're starting to go into the specialties into the hormone balance, maybe into some gut repair, adrenal support. And this is where it can get very specialized and personalized to you. Now, of course, we can't personalize everything on a podcast for you, but I can give you the nuggets so that you can kind of personalize it yourself and or work with somebody that knows what the hell they're doing with supplements and can narrow down your list. Side note, if you go to a functional practitioner And you leave with a laundry list. And I'm talking really anything above 20 supplements. I have had very, very rare that I even get that high. Honestly, I, I, when I'm working with someone, I'm looking at that supplement list over and over and over again. I'm like, do they absolutely need it? Do they really need it? Do they need it? And if I think, I think we can wait on that. I will take it off. So we only use the supplements that are targeted to your blood. Like what does your blood work say? Oh, look, you're insulin resistant. Let's add in berberine. Your vitamin D is a 30. You need vitamin D. Your ferritin level is a 10. You need iron paired up with vitamin C for better absorption. So we can really get down and dirty into the nitty gritty of, of that world. But you want to narrow down your supplements. If you're with a practitioner that gives you more than 20, want you to bolt, run the other way because you're just gonna be wasting your money and all they're doing is trying to fix you with supplements and they're probably doing that because they can't prescribe, but you really need thyroid hormone or hormone replacement. I'm just saying, that's a pet peeve of mine. Those of you who've been listening to me for a while, you know that I bitch about things on here and that is a pet peeve. When I see people come to me after spending thousands on a program that promised to heal their thyroid, And they're on a boatload of gut healing and adrenal fixing supplements. And they're on like 25 to 30 different supplements. And they're so confused. That's when I say, I'm sorry, you wasted your money. They're just building a program to cover for the fact that they can't prescribe what you really need. And it's not Band-Aid medication. It's thyroid hormones. Now, when to take all of these. I get this question all the time. Well, can I take this with this? And when do I take this? And when do I take that? Here's the thing. You can really tailor this to you, your body, and your schedule. There's a couple things that have a rule. Most of them don't have a rule. If you're taking iron, I don't want you taking it within four hours of your thyroid medication. It will bind to it. If you're taking calcium, which you shouldn't be anyways, I don't want you taking it four hours within your thyroid medication. It'll bind to it. Everything else, it's up to you. I can tell you that vitamin D is best taken with a fatty meal. I don't care if that's breakfast or dinner, you decide. I can tell you that thyroid fixer will increase your energy. So sometimes you wanna take it, but two of them in the morning or sometimes you might wanna take one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Probably wouldn't take it at 6 p.m., It's not a stimulant, but it could increase that ATP production and increase energy. If you are taking any other supplement, all it has to be is one hour away from your thyroid medication. One hour, one hour, one hour. That's it. So if you're taking your thyroid med once or twice a day, it's not that hard. Do not make it more complicated than it has to be. Do not confuse yourself. Don't put that kind of stress on yourself. You can take it one hour after your thyroid medication. So if you took your thyroid medication at two, guess what? Now you have from three till the time you go to bed to take supplements. If you took your thyroid medication in the morning at six, guess what? You have from seven till the time you take your thyroid medication in the afternoon to take supplements. Figure it out. I will say most of the time supplements are best put with food, thyroid medication you take on an empty stomach, thyroid supplements are best paired up with food. I have taken supplements on an empty stomach and sometimes I can handle them. Sometimes I'm like, why did I do that? Why didn't I just eat something or wait until I ate something to take it? So supplements are best taken on a full stomach. If you have a solid core steel gut lining and you can take anything, then take it. That's fine. You don't have to have food. And then there's also this concept that I'll touch on before I go on rotating supplements. So like I said, I have like 50 or more downstairs. Sometimes because I like to experiment, sometimes it's sent to me and I'm trying it out. I just rotate them. So let's say I'm getting sick. I'm gonna pile on the vitamin D. I'm gonna increase my iodine. I'm going to put in probably like a viral component, maybe monolaurin, and acetylcysteine glutathione. And I'm going to really focus on that. And maybe the other supplements kind of go over here just until I'm better. Let's say I am feeling squishy and just got back from vacay and put on five pounds. Then it's going to be more of a focus on, I'm getting really consistent with my berberine, although that's pretty consistent every day. Thyroid fixer is coming in. I'm going to start really honing in on my aminos, maybe some creatine for muscle building, strength, all of that. You can start rotating your supplements in and out. As long as they're not the no dust supplements that you should be taking every day, you can start rotating them in and out. Don't make it too confusing don't get all stressed out if you miss a day of your B vitamins. Personalize it to you, to your schedule, to your life, to your thyroid medication, timing, to your needs, to your blood work, to your condition, to your symptoms. You can do this. I want to empower you to be able to do this. Yeah, it's awesome to work with a practitioner that lays it out for you. Here's what to take and when to take. But you can do this on your own too. You got this. You've listened to this long enough. You listen to me chat long enough. Thank you, by the way, for listening. You've listened to me long enough to know that I've talked a lot about different supplements. I've talked about this before about timing. We're putting it all in one episode, kind of tie it with a bow, but we've talked about blood work and what to look for and the the optimal lab value ranges for things. You can do this. You know where your body's at and you know what it needs. And of course, if you have questions, my goodness. Right. Jump into the girl, fix your thyroid group, ask questions in there. We will help you. But you got this. You got this. This is not that hard. I got you. You got this. I have faith in you. You can do this. Don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. That would be absolutely amazing i read all of them also anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition so we always recommend that you check with your medical provider your doctor your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast and if you want to find out more about working together you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call and there you'll be talking to a member of my team They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.